Alrighty, for good folks, we're back again, and this is another A Seat at the Table podcast with your boy Lauren Screen. I'm with my awesome co-hosts, Brooke Majors, Michelle Nemo, and Dwayne Sampson. And on today, um, I think this is something that's really heavy on all four of our hearts um, in reference to false teaching and the foundational things of salvation so this particular series what i um what what our goal is is to just um discuss some of the false teachings that we had heard or we believed and go over (coughs) some of the foundational truths because i feel as though as we are walking in 2018 we're not going to be able to fully walk into all the blessings all the full authority and everything that god has for us if we continue to have these elementary um mindsets of these false ideologies of who we think God is or how we think it's supposed to work and those different things like that. So we hope that through this series that we will get some kind of freedom and deliverance through this. Now let and, the church say amen. 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 <laughs> and so our first topic today is salvation. Um, so what are some false teachings that you know we believe you believed are in reference to when it comes to salvation? Once saved, always saved. Is that how it goes? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like you had to keep doing a whole bunch of things for God, and if you didn't, you'd lose it. Mm-hmm. Yep, pretty much um, salvation is based on how good you are, right? Mm-hmm. The common religious uh, norm. The higher the, the higher the position you have in the church, the more better your relationship with God is or the more God loves you Mm. Um, somebody has the ability or the power to kind of take your salvation away in other words like put some kind of curse on you that you would like fall off and never Mm -hmm. be able to come back in or that um, I think that you have like baptism is like um, a requirement I like to be baptized in water is like a requirement for, for salvation. salvation. Oh, okay. Okay, you're saying it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, so let's get into okay, what is salvation? I would say that the basics of salvation uh biblically states that, you know, we're saved, you know, by grace through faith, right? We are all sinners in the eyesight of God. Mm-hmm. We've broken his perfect moral law. Once you broke the law, you've broken them all, right? Mm-hmm. And the only way we can be made redeemed in his eyesight is by trusting in Christ. Trusting in him and having faith in him, right? And then that should yield a lifestyle change. The key word is faith in him, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what salvation faith. is at its basis. Any other? Faith in Jesus. Yep. Okay. Um... Another way I think of looking at it as well, too, is kind of like salvation is God's plan for reconciliation with us. And mm-hmm. reconciliation is just a big word for being friends again. Mm-hmm. Like, because um, in the Christian faith, we believe that somewhere from in the beginning, that relationship was torn. It was through the Christ Jesus that we were able to receive that relationship once again and not only have access to that relationship but the 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 many things that come along with it and most importantly eternal life mm-hmm. after death 
the Bible talks about, um, you know, John three sixteen. we all know it. For God so loved mm-hmm. the world that he gave his only begotten son and that whosoever believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And so when you believe in the son Jesus and what he did, now that no longer puts you in a place of like where you should ever feel like that you have beef with God. Mm-hmm. Like now you and him are are now one you're you're close you are now a part of him he is father you are son and now you have access to eternal life yeah i mean when you said record sorry go ahead yeah the one word that just comes to me is restoration restoration so when you said reconciliation i'm like yeah restoration to restore things because of christ and through christ yep back to how it was in the beginning back to its original foundation or its original relationship Mm -hmm. knowing that sin separated you from christ but salvation is the redeeming um is the redeeming gift through jesus christ by all of those things that we named faith and everything that you named um that reconciles us back to the father so is that father child relationship being restored back mm-hmm. closer yeah. and closer let's look at it from how our world is now so why would it, why should somebody even believe in jesus why would okay. they need jesus yeah yeah so this is why someone should believe in jesus right mm-hmm. all right in the world we live in, there are so many different worldviews, so many different religions, right? Mm-hmm. All, most of which religions, if not all the other ones, give you a requirement. You do this, you mm-hmm. earn this reward, right? Mm-hmm. Most of it has to do with an, an eternal good reward or an eternal bad reward. There is a, there is an innate, you know, conscious nature in us that kind of mm-hmm. allows us to understand deep down what's right and what's wrong, right? And a lot of the other worldview or religions actually have the same, for the most part, the same output on what's right and what's wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Don't lie, don't steal, don't murder, don't kill, and yada, yada, yada. The same things overall. But I feel like, once again, the difference between mm-hmm. uh, this is that we recognize that we can't fulfill these things. And mm-hmm. I feel like it's really important because um, what Christianity does is show us that that is our nature. And what the, and what the scripture mm-hmm. tells us, right, is that um, the Holy Spirit is here to convict the world of sin, right? Mm-hmm. Which which people may say is their conscience telling them, oh, what's right and what's wrong. But ultimately, deep down, I, I'm bold enough to say that we all have the same uh, Holy Spirit convicting us or mm-hmm. conscious desires on what's right and what's wrong morally. Okay. The, the thing is that in our nature, we, ha- we realize that for some reason, although for some reason we all want good, peace, happiness, for some reason we still keep producing this, this sin or flawed nature within us right so there's mm-hmm. something in us that wants good yet something in us is unable to do this so that would definitely discourage anyone who believes in any other faith because for some reason all the faith requires you to do good mm-hmm. all the other faiths require you to do good but for some reason you find it in your nature that you're not able to uh-huh. this is when christianity comes into play saying that yes you are flawed by nature and yes you cannot make it on your own mm-hmm. this is what jesus is for and christianity is the only faith that you're able to put your life into someone else's hands and they're able to pretty much re- they are able to redeem you fully and you're reconciled back to God. And so, like, just to even break it down even more at a level of just, like, how flawed our world is and, like, that inability to separate the good from the bad, it's almost like with drugs. There's medicine. Mm -hmm. The same drugs that I can use for healing can be the same drugs that I use for as a coping mechanism that could cause me harm. Mm -hmm. You know, technology, 
technology has been used, you know, it, it was God that gave us the ideas to do these things, you know, to make the light bulbs, mm-hmm. to make the lights, to do all these things. But then also there's a, a way in which man has made it for mass destruction, mm-hmm. you know, thing with sex. Mm-hmm. You know, this was something that God had made, you know, to populate the earth and to do good things. But then you have people that manipulate it and they mess with children and yeah. they mess with animals. Mm-hmm. And, they, you know, we do, mm-hmm. we do some of everything. Yeah. And so it's kind of like human beings although we have an ability to be good we also also have an ability to do evil Mm -hmm. and i think that's a lot of times of what we see all the time is when we turn on the news is what is yes there's good but yet there is also evil Mm -hmm. and there's no um there's no there's no one to set the standard of what is good and what is evil. Everybody mm-hmm. has their no. own standard of what they think good is and yeah. what they think evil is. Mm-hmm. And I believe that that's what, you know, what makes it so flawed because if I have a view of what is good and you have a different view of what is good, there's always going to be clash. There's always going to be tension in our yeah. families, tension at work, tension with other people. Mm-hmm. And I believe that with through it's like through Christ Jesus and what God did, he he allowed for us to have an ability to know that he is good and recognizing what is good and evil in his eyesight, uh-huh. the true way, because he was the creator of it all. Yeah. And so for us to be even able to see him, it was we needed Jesus mm-hmm. for him to be able to see us and for us to be able to relate. To- so it was like he created the standard. Yes. Because we, I think we hear all the time when we have these intellectual um, debates with people, it's I don't need religion to have a moral standard. I don't need a Bible to tell me what's right and what's wrong. I can figure it out for myself. Mm-hmm. But then what happens when we start to get into the gray areas? Yeah. And it's just like, you know, there's sometimes it's just like where we have to ch- make these um, hard decisions and it's just like we with our flaws are not able to make these kinds of to determine what's gray and what's not gray because what's gray to you is going to be a different gray for me and so I think what God does because he's the creator and he the word of God says that he is good and everything attached to him is that then that lets me know that gives me a better view of what I, when I look out into the world of what is good and what is tr- what is truly good and what is truly evil. So I guess I kind of want to bring it back to then the concept of salvation. So understanding good and evil and seeing it through God's eyesight, then um, basically, is do you lose do you lose your salvation if you think or do something bad, or do you keep your salvation because you're doing good? Yeah. So. Um... One scripture in Romans actually <clears throat> gives us clarity on understanding the differences between working right for your salvation, aka um, living out this perfect life of the law versus salvation would be Romans 8, 3. It says, for God has done what the law weakened by the flesh could not do by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh. And for sin, he condemned sin in the flesh mm-hmm. in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Right. Mm-hmm. So basically what God's done is he's pretty much redeemed us in a way that what the law weakened by the flesh couldn't do and only we can do. And this is by his Galatians mm-hmm. 2, 12, 221 says, I do not nullify the grace 
of God. For if righteousness were through the law, then Christ died for no purpose. So mm -hmm. pretty much the foundation of the Christian faith holds on Jesus dying on the cross. If the purpose of him dying was not for the purpose of what it was, a.k.a. for our sins, then he died for no reason. Mm -hmm. And the whole basis of the Christian faith would actually be false. So that completely is against what doctrine teaches. Yeah. That's a good question. Um, I don't think... Your salvation is based off any kinds of work okay. that you do. Mm -hmm. It's simply based off the faith of you believing and hoping in God for one that he has now recognizing that you are flawed and you are sinful. Mm -hmm. A. And then B. Recognizing that through the blood of Jesus Christ, he has cleansed me. He mm -hmm. has made me good. Mm -hmm. He has made me righteous, which means to be in right standing, just and um made me pure before him mm -hmm. and so as long as i continue to believe on him then i can i can trust and know that my salvation is secure but the problem is is that um we don't people do not continue to um maintain their faith they don't continue to build upon that and so what happens is it's not that god is the one who leaves mm -hmm. or God is the one that draw back because I feel like that is the constant of the narrative is that is that God is the one who's silent mm -hmm. but it is us that has drawn away from him mm -hmm. because the, the word talks about how he is good and how he is loving and mm -hmm. how he is drawing towards us and so if he's not a man that he should lie that means he's constantly drawing for us mm -hmm. but that will require for someone to fully seek him okay because I feel like just me coming up coming up to the knowledge of Jesus when someone says, like, you know, do you accept salvation? So basically salvation, you know, we, we came up in the very beginning. Like, I thought restoration, reconciliation, faith in Jesus Christ. So basically salvation is basically like a gift. Yes. It's a gift. Mm -hmm. Like, if we got to give layman terms, it is a gift by your faith through Christ Jesus. Having the ability to be made, made right before God, to have a relationship with God, to be restored and reconciled back to God. So where do you think the... It's going wrong for people to get the whole idea of salvation construed because people are putting now, like, man is putting more, like, guidelines and regulations for what you need to do to maintain salvation. Because if we simply just said it right now as it's simply your faith in Christ and you can't lose it because that's what you believe, then why is it that people, you know, are getting these false doctrines, I guess? Um because the Bible talks about, you know, people will um, give heed to doctrines of devils and seducing spirits and fall away from the faith. But I think on God's end, he's not, you know, trickling salvation in front mm -hmm. of your nose. Are willing? It's like quick to snatch it back mm -hmm. from you. But I believe as human beings, we can forfeit our salvation. So by not maintaining that faith and maintaining mm -hmm. that belief and allowing uh, the the Holy Spirit to lead and guide us through ourselves to keep us to, mm -hmm. to preserve us and to keep us, then I think that's how we quote unquote not really quote unquote lose it, but mm -hmm. we forfeit our salvation. Okay, and it's just it's not that God changed, yeah. His rules changed, right. His standard changed. It was that somehow in our faith it was mm -hmm. tainted, our belief was tainted, and so we no longer believed Him in truth mm -hmm. and so it causes for us to to walk away and miss that yeah and okay. miss that but other than that but other than it's that, really given yes. as long as it's through christ which is the only way 
and we're going to continue throughout this series that he's given us something to help maintain okay. us in that faith and in that salvation because the although you may be changed yeah. this world has not yeah okay and so um we're gonna you know as we go throughout this series and as we continue to learn um we're gonna see on how how does god keep us in that um how do we maintain that faith and that belief in our christian walk in our christian faith Sounds good.